Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this podcast is constructed to give honest suggestions rooted in Scripture, to pump up your day with encouragement, and fill your life with positivity. The title of the podcast today is entitled, To Whom or What Do You Pledge? Do we mean our pledges? I found in Numbers twenty three nineteen this verse, God is not man that he might lie, or a son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act, or promise and not fulfill? We all know that when God promises you something, he does not fall short. So we shouldn't doubt him and his promises are for your life. So is a promise and a pledge the same thing? It's taken quite a bit of time today to mull over this podcast and try to understand another side of a coin that started up close and personal recently. So here goes. I witnessed a couple of individuals staying seated during the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag during a recent event. For the sake of refreshment, let's just repeat the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of this country. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I'm a patriotic individual, having my dad, my uncle, my brother, and my nephew all having served in the military. My dad and my uncle served during World War II, and my brother was in the Vietnam War. My nephew served during peacetime before Afghanistan. I've stood and pledged to this great flag ever since I started school and never thought there was anything to argue about or protest. The flag represents to me the most wonderful country in the world, a country of freedoms, abundance, and God-fearing believers, and everyone in between who are citizens of this great nation. Of course, our nation today looks a bit different, but that's my stance on our flag. The significance for me lies in the fact that I believe Old Glory, as she's called, represents the scores of individuals who gave their life that we might live in freedom, and for those who return from war, deeply scarred, physically and mentally. They served and gave so much, and yes, so those who decide to stay in their seats when the flag is being honored can do so. So when afforded the opportunity, I went about having a private conversation with one of those individuals as to why being seated was the action taken during the pledge. I was given the answer this individual did not stand and pledge to an object, a material possession. I'm sure that might have been a bit more meaning, not much, however, but my mind just couldn't move forward. An object, a material possession? I've never considered our flag to be an object or a material possession, 
Yes, the flag is made of material, but the significance of that fabric has to do with the fabric of this nation. An object? According to custom and tradition, each white star represents one of the 50 states of this nation. It lies upon the color blue, which signifies vigilance, perseverance, and justice. And the stripes of white signify purity and innocence, and the red is hardiness and valor. That was according to the American legions. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Let's just start breaking that down. Our pledge. Our pledge is a promise. Our pledge is basically very serious in its formal promise. You can pledge allegiance to your country, you can pledge to keep a secret, and you can pledge a sum of money to a cause. But we pledge that allegiance to our flag. Now, what is our allegiance? The allegiance to the flag is like you swear your allegiance to the government or or the causes of the government. Either that way you're expressing your commitment and devotion in the firmest sense of the word. So you pledge that allegiance to the flag. And what does that flag actually mean? My particular thoughts on this subject are as follows. Our flag is an emblem, which by definition is a design representing our country. In this case, that emblem represents the United States of America. Another definition of an emblem is something that represents a quality or an idea. Can you imagine the thought that went into possibly making that flag? And lastly, for now, it's a visible symbol of the citizens living in the United States of America and those wanting to be a part of this great nation. So we pledge our allegiance to the flag. And it has to do with, as, the, as it is said, to the republic for which it stands. So what's the republic? Have you ever thought about what holds a house together? If the ground shakes or starts to erode away, what keeps that house from falling? Every house must be built on a strong foundation or a strong base. Wouldn't you agree? Without a sturdy foundation, houses would crumble to pieces and not be able to hold steady in even the slightest wind. We know that story from the Bible, don't we? To stay strong, a government also needs a strong foundation. The foundation of a republic type of government is made up of each individual citizen. In a republic, it is not a king who has all the power. It's people like me and like you. That's right. In a republic form of government, the people and those they elect to represent them hold the power. That is because citizens have the ability to vote someone into and out of office. And for those listening, if you're not this old yet, when you're 18, you have the ability to vote. And you can have this power as well. The Pledge of Allegiance currently used in the United States was written in 1892 by a minister named Francis Bellamy and formally adopted by Congress in 1942. The original text was nonspecific to the United States and its author hoped it could be used by any country in the world. There were revisions in 1923 and 1954, respectively, that added the phrases, the flag of the United States of America, and under God. Although you can read the intent of Mr. Bellamy for making the flag in his original words of the flag, 
I believe like every believer you meet that if God can use a donkey to get his will accomplished or use Nebuchadnezzar to get his point across to the Israelites, he certainly can use Mr. Bellamy to get the ball rolling with our Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Our pledge to be true to our country takes nothing away from our Lord. He has blessed us in this country and although salvation is the greatest gift, he has placed within us a spirit of patriotism. That feeling of attachment and commitment to a country, to our nation, our political community. Patriotism, which is a love of country and our nation are often taken to be synonymous. Yet patriotism has its origins some 2000 years prior to the rise of devotion to our nation in the 19th century. I want to end this long podcast and thank you for hanging in there with me with a statement made by Dwight D. Eisenhower on June the 14th, 1954, when he signed into the law the words, under God, to the pledge to the flag. And here's what President Eisenhower said. From this day forward, the millions of our school children will daily proclaim in every city and town, every village and rural schoolhouse, the dedication of our nation and our people to the Almighty. To anyone who truly loves America, nothing could be more inspiring than to contemplate this rededication of our youth on each school morning to our country's true meaning. Especially is this meaningful as we regard today's world. Over the globe, mankind has been cruelly torn by violence and brutality and, by the millions, deadened in mind and soul by a materialistic philosophy of life. Man everywhere is appalled by the prospect of atomic war. In this somber setting, this law and its effects today have profound meaning. In this way, we are reaffirming the transcendence of religious freedom in America's heritage and future. In this way, we shall constantly strengthen those spiritual weapons, which forever will be our country's most powerful resource in peace or in war. Can you imagine? And he wrote that in 1954. My friends, we have a beautiful flag. We should stand, put our hand over our heart, And thank God for giving us this great country and for all of those sweet, heroic military personnel, men and women, who are standing in the gap for us to protect our nation, to protect you and I and what we believe in. Even the protection of those who want to sit in their seats. And may God Almighty convict them one day that they too will stand. Father, we thank you so much for this day, and we pray, God, that you will be with us, that you would help us to know what is right and what is wrong, that we won't pick on people, that we'll pray for people, that we will understand why they do the things they do, and when we have an opportunity to meet with them and talk with them, that we will simply ask them, have you ever thought about, and then explain our feelings, especially on this beautiful flag of the United States of America. Thank you, Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Thank you, my friends. 
and I hope you will have a wonderful rest of the week. And as always, I will see you next time.